do for you? You have been chopped. Fuck off you, you fat useless sack of fucking Yankee Stanky doodle shite. I like gas. Bam! Bam! Very serious.
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> man. Well, you know what? Michigan is the only state that constantly gives a high five. You know, we're kind of sitting there. So maybe I'm just a little high, and maybe I got the wrong fingers up. Who knows? I got to get a different antenna maybe. Who knows? No, no, it's definitely us. Sister Teresa said, I'm going to stay away from that. God, yeah. you are so funny. You guys are great. I love it. Thank well, you. Oh. oh, my God. Uh, please go back. We lost the dinner, right? I don't know what's going on with this. I, let me see if I can connect through Skype, but it's going to say our thing is already already connected. But anyway, let's let's keep. Uh, yeah, but now we can hear us. Well, you hear us, which is which is choppy as fuck. Let's pull another. Hey guys. Hey, what's up? Do we sound really bad? You guys are so choppy right now. I can hear the guests, but I can't hear you. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I mean, we just lost. We just got cut off from a net, so hopefully she calls back. But I don't know what it is. I mean, apparently it's BTR like you're is... talking into a really slow-moving fan. I know. Yes, we are. How about now? Still. <laughs> what did he just say? Reboot, <laughs> guys. Do we still sound like crap? <laughs> you guys sound horrible. Uh, <laughs> Even right now, we're still sounding pretty bad, huh? Yes, it's bad. Uh, I'm assuming that the power line is up here. Um, it's got to be. Just I know, reboot we'll everything. Text messages. All right, I mean, it's left. I got to maybe do another show. I have to end this episode. Maybe we'll try to do another yeah, one. Maybe, you know, no, line. don't end it. Just reboot. Maybe he can help us out. I can't reboot without getting signed off. Turn the board off. Turn the board off. Everything but the computer off, count to five, turn it back on. Say that one more time. Shut the computer turn the board off. off, turn the mics off, count to five, turn it back on. All right, you want us to shut the computer off, you said. The computer would be the ideal one. If you cannot, just turn the board off and turn it back on. You might have static in your mics. Okay. All right, cool. Hold on. So, just bear with us, people. We're going to try to hang up and slide back into the studio. Like, well, I'm the the radio. Radio. I'm with that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I guess, uh, I mean, I'm, we're probably going to lose all the phone calls, no? Oh, no. no. All right. We need well, to get the Jeopardy music to talk about this.
Can anybody hear us now? Are we better? Yes. Yes, you are. You are rocking. We can hear you. You're not choppy. All right. All right. Oh, well, that was going, a baby nice. Sorry, I had to throw well, some. Well, you know what happened? My, my Commodore 64 was uh, yeah. taking forever to load up. <laughs> it's friggin' thing. Well, anyway, we're back, everybody. Whoever is listening out there, we lost the net. We are so sorry. Please call back in, Annette. And, you know, Raven, thank you for the reboot idea. Hello. Well, Bopius, Teresa, everyone was telling me reboot. Wait, 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 wait. We're the only idiots who didn't know to reboot. Teresa got to do that. Everybody read. uh, My thing was that I thought if we rebooted, it would end the episode. I would have to do a whole other link. I know. But, all right, so we're back, Raven, Teresa, and, all right, let's continue the show. Where were Robert. we? Robert Tetrandu. Hello. Who just said Robert? Hello. What's up, Raven? Can you hear us better? Oh, yeah, yeah, you guys sound fantastic now. All right, uh, why don't we get into a... Uh, the news? The news, why not? All right, we're going to start off with a wee bit of news. Eventually. <laughs> well, I got oh, well, CTF News with Big and Beefy. Stop, stop. Yeah, I pressed the news clip. No, I know. Then you hit other things, and that was like, stop. No, what is All right, about? all right. So we got some news. Now, I don't know if you guys remember, we did a story probably last year yes. about this whole Kickstarter campaign where a guy wanted, like, $5 to make potato salad. I think it was 10 yeah. bucks, yeah. It was 10 yeah. bucks to get a recipe for potato salad. Right. And he raised over $50,000. Yes. So, what he did was make a cookbook of potato salads. It's called Love, Peace, and Potato Salad. So, now, now let me just get this straight so I understand. So, let's look at this in, in a realistic way. Here's a guy... Who's probably stoned off his ass? Says, "Dude, let me go on Kickstarter and say I need ten bucks for my potato salad. Raises fifty thousand thousand dollars. Right now, writes a book. Eight months or somewhat later, comes out with a cookbook and probably gonna make another fifty thousand dollars off the cookbook. <laughs> probably more. Than you that. and I can't sell hot dogs off a truck and make fucking. Money. I know. I What's know. wrong with this fucking picture? It's it's crazy. This infamous potato I mean, salad. Yeah. More power to the guy. I'm actually very happy for him. I think it's a great feel good story. But you know." Yeah, he raised $55,192 for a bowl of potato salad. Wow. And now we got 20, and it's only 24 recipes that he, he did. And uh, it was two years ago. It was two years ago. Wow. Zach Danger Brown. And now we wrote one with co author Teresa Blackburn. And it will be given free to all who pledge $50 or more during the July 2014 Kickstarter. Really, fifty dollars or more? What about the guy who put in twenty five dollars? Right. Or you just made fifty thousand dollars off a potato salad recipe. You yep. cheap cocksucker. That <laughs> man gets his money. And he's selling it for sixteen ninety five to the public. And he'll probably sell fucking tons. He should have gave it to everybody who gave him that fifty thousand dollars. But you know what? He's not dumb because he did do that as a fun thing. He made money, and. People, how many people after that was starting and putting stuff up? We were even thinking, what can yeah. we put up? <laughs> Let me, I need to raise 20 bucks and learn how to make coleslaw, people. Help me. Thank you. Hello. Oh, my God. Just and, crazy. But God bless him. Well, I got some more news. This, this guy, apparently, 
is going around through drive-thrus across the country, you know, where he lives, a couple of different states he's going through, and he's fucking with the, what do you call the people at the window at a drive-thru? The people at the window <laughs> at a drive-thru. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking with these people by, like, blowing them on with these magic tricks, and apparently he's infamous trick that many people have called in the news and cameras and everything. He comes up with a full bottle of water, asks them for a lemon, you know, they give him a lemon, and he puts the lemon right through the water bottle and into the bottle for them. Without taking a cap. Tells him he's got a small hole in it and he pushes it in and I guess all these kids he's blowing their minds. He's probably like some stoner dude just going around. Like if I knew magic I would do the same thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like wouldn't you just like show random people random things to like blow their mind? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean when I usually when I go up to a drive thru I go I get my order and I go, watch my health disappear. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, speaking, you know, since we had books, there's a new coloring cookbook, Four Simple Recipes to Cook, Eat, and Color. That's a pretty cool idea. That is a kind of cool idea. Yeah. You know, it's a color-inspired new reads we expect in the near future. I mean, especially if you're like six, forget about it. No. Yeah. But it's kind of a cool idea. But not for nothing. And, you know, even Philomena does, there's a lot of adult coloring Yeah, there is. And those adult coloring books are actually pretty badass. Lower your stress levels and stuff, and really get Can your you focus on Can you picture me coloring that book and not getting stressed? I'd be more stressed <laughs> coloring the fucking thing, losing the markets, going out of the life. I might have tearing up the book and killing somebody. No, it was, it was relaxed you. You think in theory it would? It was relaxed you. The only thing that relaxes weed. me is is weed. <laughs> and okay. speaking of weed, where is my vape? I don't know. Which put it? I got it. So. Yeah. So now, what do you think about in other news? We got this this Pokemon story is going fucking crazy. Yeah. All kinds of crazy things are happening, and here's the first of one of many stories. Apparently, this guy, a Pokemon player, was trying to catch—I don't know what this means—trying to catch them all, ended up getting caught by police. William Wilcox was arrested Thursday, and he was fuck <laughs> the thing. He was in Wilfred, Michigan. And the thing took him outside the police station. This Moran's out there in his pajamas, nevertheless, standing by a flagpole, holding his phone, looking around. And they ran his, you know, they, I guess, had a picture or recognized him. And he had a warrant out for his arrest. They locked him right up. Yeah, well, that's good. I mean, that's, I'll tell you what, this thing, and, you know, they are tracking where people are going. Like, everyone thinks it's just a game. But people are hacking into other people's phones and luring them into the woods and robbing them. Yeah. The two jerks walked off a cliff because they weren't watching what they were doing. Yeah, kids are getting kidnapped. How stupid. And I, I, I think it's a real shame about the kids getting kidnapped and all that stuff. I mean, really, it's horrible. you got to be a real scumbag to do that. But how dumb can you be to walk off a cliff? How dumb it's, can you be? Do you see these jerks walking around? I almost ran over two kids. It was 10 o'clock in the morning. I was going to get coffee, and they're walking in, in the middle of Forest Avenue. Like, they just cut, like, made a right off the sidewalk in the middle of Forest Avenue. I hate to say it. I'm one for all for business ideas, but this thing needs to be stopped. People are going to get hurt. People are going to crash. Yes, Philomena, you're that's raising why, your that's, that's why I'm not allowed in the do Pokemon. And I won't do it anyway. Cause oh, yeah, forget it. Philomena is banned from she's banned from the Pokemon app. I don't app want anybody to get hurt. That would be instant instant fucking accident right now. Oh, yeah. There's some people just have no business playing that app. Right. And the fucked up thing is these little kids are doing it. And, and what started out as a fun, cool idea is turning – look, we can't think about this. This country can't even play a fucking Pokemon app without it turning to disaster. 
Right. Without people walking up to kids, people hacking into phones, people robbing people, people trying to fucking molest little kids. What the fuck? Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. Well, in in happier news, this is pretty cool because it has to do with people can't live without their phones dying. You know, they panic if it's all. KFC's got a new meal box that charges your smartphone. Huh? You can sit, it's got a little USB port, so diners can simultaneously eat fried chicken, charge their phone, and try not to get grease all over their phone. Do I really want to plug my phone into a KFC charging box that other people eat out of? I don't know. That's kind of bizarre to me. It's great. It comes complete with an integrated power bank, allowing customers to charge their phones while eating. You want now, to do something cool can... in restaurants? Take one of those, those wireless charges. And build it into a table and put a glass top over the table and have that charger, the cord running out of it. That way you can just lay your phone on your table. No, this is for to-go and stuff. To-go. So how much money extra? No, it can't be to-go. Well, it's only available in Delhi and Mumbai. So it's yes, like your, India and stuff. Your $5 box is $5 and for the charging port is $37.99. So that'll be $41. Maybe. Yeah. Well, last year in Canada... KFC released a photo print that it was built inside its signature bucket of grease-stained fried chicken. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's crazy. But whatever. I mean, they, they got to keep going on these things. I think every restaurant should have tables with wireless charging ports somewhere in that restaurant and next to the table where you can lay your phone right on the fucking thing. Yeah. Because that's a new wave. A lot of bars now are underneath the bar. Yes. They have, they have, so a lot of places have, have like the hooks. And now they have outlets. The and, yeah, the hook. the hook. But they, uh, a lot of them are putting the outlets there and stuff. Because, yeah. I mean, it keeps people there. People panic when their phone's about to die and they leave to go yes. in their car. and try. I don't know. I don't, back in the day, it was like when the phone rang in a bar and said, is I mean, Rob here? And the guy would go, no, he's not. Yes. You know, or he'd ask, hold on. Uh, Rob, are you here or anybody? Are you here? One guy was like, yeah, I'll take it. No, I'm not. I just left. Yeah. Whatever happened to that where you can hide? I used to love calling up the bar and asking for salami. My salami or Mike Hunt. You know what I'm saying? Amanda? Amanda Hug and Kiss? Yeah. I actually have a guy, I kid you not, this this telephone solicitor called me up and he kept breaking my balls. And it was about some kind of penile erectile dream or something. So I told him my name, my first name was Ophelia, and my last name was Cox. <laughs> so he called me, I swear to God to you. I actually called today, I told him to call back at 8 o'clock, so he's like, yes, hello, can I speak to Ophelia Cox? I'm like, are you serious? Like, do you not get, and, and, and dude, I kid you not, this is two or three times a week. Yeah. Every fucking week, for the last six fucking months. And the funny part is, I laugh at it every single time. Great. Just, yeah, but whatever. Yeah, well, what happened to the good old days? Well, we're back to Teresa having her own radio show in the green yes, room where no one can hear us. She's got like two in guests the in there. She's got Chef Lou and Annette. I think we're going to pick up Annette just because we didn't really get to hear her. Hello, Annette. This is uh, Robin Clem again. We're sorry we lost you before, and we're sorry we pulled you out of the green room. What's going on? Oh my God, I can hear you. I can understand you. This is there like you go. so cool. Oh my God! It's so great. much better, right? Absolutely, absolutely. You guys are actually forming complete sentences. I was ready to graduate you to first grade. Now that was good. Well, we have a hard time forming complete sentences anyway. So I mean, yeah. you know, now you can just hear us. All right. So yeah, that's your nice, story. You're nice from West Michigan, right? 
Yeah, Michigan. I'm, I'm smack dab between Ann Arbor and Detroit. Nice. Ooh, all right. Yeah, I got a couple of friends of mine used to uh, run a couple uh, Hooters over in Ann Arbor, and my buddy from one of my cutthroat kitchens, uh, Chef Tom Lin, lives in Detroit, and he has like four or five Chinese food restaurants over there. The guy's fantastic. I love him. Oh, Tom, wasn't he the the crazy little guy that, ah, ha, 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 and he, he like flew under the radar and then he whipped the shit out of everybody. Yeah, he was like a ballroom dancer and a judo yes. expert. Yes. Yes. You know what's funny? I don't remember any of the names of the people that I was on Cutthroat Kitchen with. <laughs> I don't even remember their name. I, I kind of know what they all look like. If I close my eyes, I can picture their look. But I have not even a clue. Remote, oh, and the guy... Know. The Australian guy that I was on with, the guy who made the, the muck tuck, he called it muck tuck. I called it schluck fuck, whatever I called it, but <laughs> he actually was on Restaurant Impossible and won it. I still can't remember the guy's name. Oh, oh my God. That's, well, you know but what, then again, though, I don't remember what I ate for breakfast, though. I was going to say, but with personality like yours, what do you need to remember names for? Exactly. Fuck them if they can't take That's it. But I do, I do enjoy... <laughs> I mean, I still talk to when I, the first season of Chopped when I was on. I still talk to Cindy Avila. She was the first one kicked out, but she wound up working for New York One, Fox News. She's the green goddess on like YouTube. Nicest woman ever. We keep yeah, in touch. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I talked to some of the Hell's, a lot of the Hell's Kitchen castmates right. that I was on with, and a few of the Hell's Kitchen producers I still stay in touch with. But I mean, for some reason, Cutthroat, I just, I don't. I don't rem- I remember them very well. You know, I just, I, I don't know their names. Yeah. <laughs> because I'm right, so also I'm the guy that doesn't stop talking in the back. So I got a question for you guys. Since you've yes. been on Cutthroat Kitchen, since that time frame, of all the different little sabotages and things that Alton has done to people, and God love a man with a warped sense of humor as he's got, is there a sabotage that, you would have thought you could have handled better, I mean, than someone you may have caught in a sabotage that they didn't handle so well? Uh, well, that's a good question. Uh, the first cutthroat that I, I won, it's like, oh, all right, you know, I was playing to win. Then when I was on the Evilicious tournament, I purposely got all of my sabotages because I knew that the other people would be boring and not be able to handle it. So I got like the mining cart when I was pulling myself through it and the fishing food. Oh, out that of the was baby the greatest pool. thing for television right there. You had to be an idiot not to want to take that job. Yeah. Because that was one of the greatest fucking sabotages on the history. And you were absolutely bar none. What'd you say? I feel like a little proctologist. Really I feel like the world's tiniest proctologist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was fucking great. That was absolutely fucking yeah. classic right there. And that was, that was amazing. That's how I got on Food Network Star was because they liked me on that episode, which I was booted out. The second person kicked out, but they enjoyed it and wanted me to do Food Network Star. So, well, it just and, goes to show you that you never really lose. Right, exactly. Any TV time is good TV time. Absolutely. I mean, Clem is still. He was on Hell's Kitchen in 2010, and everywhere he goes, people still remember him. And he, you know, he made the black jacket, but he didn't win. But more people remember him than the the last 13 seasons yeah, of really, winners. It really and is humbling and blows my mind. I still yeah. walk around and people are yelling out windows, and I'm like, really? And that was like five years ago. 
And it's, it's humbling. It really is a humbling great feeling yeah. that people still remember that. But if, did you see on uh, on uh, Facebook what I put? The other day, we're driving into Jersey. I'm on the Staten Island Expressway. Yes, the lady was screaming out the window. The lady up next to me with Jersey plates and starts screaming out of a window. And I, I'm in the passenger seat, and I roll it down. I'm like, yeah, what's up? I thought, like, the car was on fire. We were dragging somebody. Yeah. She goes, oh, my God, you're the lunch lady. Nice. My family loves you. I can't <laughs> believe you were putting it off of that. And I was like, oh, my God, you're going to kill us. And yeah. this dump truck comes whizzing behind us, honking, like, eh. And then we got caught up in traffic, and I took a selfie with her, like, from car to car. And it was fucking Now, fantastic. have you gotten anybody come up to you and yell at you yet? Like, in a bad way? Like, I was at the airport once, and I remember I got up for elimination. I said, Roshi, whatever it was. And I had somebody come up to me and scream at me. And had, like, really? Like, they, I thought it was like a cousin or something of us. How the fuck can you say that she deserves to go home? Who the hell? I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, it's a fucking reality show. Like, calm yeah. down, dude. Not, not so much. I get a lot of Twitter things. Most people like me on Twitter. Some people are like, oh, all right, with that accent. It's all fake. Oh, yeah. You got to love the haters, though. The haters yeah. are the ones you love because they make you more popular. Yeah. And the fact that when you tell them that, it pisses them off. People are like, thank you so much for the hate comment. You're making me more popular. I love you. Keep them coming. Yeah. Like That's what I respond said, to yeah, like, Oh, he's the fat guy. I was like, I guess I'm the fat guy in the show. She was like, oops. <laughs> But it's all good stuff. Do we lose her? It is. It is. And you know what they say, fame is fleeting. But, you know, when you're talking food and fame, that's never really fleeting. I mean, we remember, like, the first this we ate or the first restaurant we went to. And we're always going to remember you guys. I mean, not just because you're fun to watch on TV, but, you know, you you associate you with food. And that's a very very, uh, personal thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's great. And I, I enjoy it. The toughest one, because I used to do the cutthroats, the chopped and stuff. They're like one or two days. And Clem did Hell's Kitchen. And he goes, you know, and I'm like, God, oh, had to be great. And he's like, it's just long. And when I did Food Network Star, it was long. And and you're right, halfway through it, you're like, sometimes you're like, oh, I hope they kick me off today. Yeah, I kind of days like, you know what? Wow. I got kicked off right now. At least I can get to go outside, smoke a cigarette, do what I want. Fucking take a puff of a joint and fucking relax and go fucking turn on a TV because you know you're under their control. People people think like you see them even even the elimination challenge. Remember I was telling you before like, dude, when you stand, you know it from from cutthroat, but more so with Network Star and 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 Hell's Kitchen because it's a much bigger production. Oh, the, the but you're standing there for like, and it's great. Like people really root for you. Yeah, but you're standing there for like an hour. Before you, people think like that shot like in real time. They got to set up the shot. They got to set up the light. Right. You stand there for almost two hours sometimes. Fat guys like us. Man, but yeah, sweating, I mean, sweating the makeup off. would sweat. My knees started buckling. I'm like, dude, I can't stand anymore. Just vote me off now. I don't give a fuck. I'll go. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, it's, and then they got to reapply makeup because we're always we're sweating. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's, it is what it is. It's great. But oh, actually, last night, Anna... The most hated woman on our cast, who was actually one of the nicest people on the cast, but she came off bitchy and stuff. She seems like bitchy, but she seems like she can be a sweetheart. No, she's great. Anna was great, but she finally got voted off last night. But for the last, ever since I got kicked off, every week, people, it's been trending because people are just bashing. How can she be on it? And blah, 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 blah. And they're getting so popular just for her being on it. She got kicked off last week, so... Well, you know, if you tune in next week, maybe you'll see the lunch lady again. You never oh, know. 
Well, I'm looking forward to that because I so miss you, and I just think it's, you know, because we, we sit there, we watch, they introduce the 12 of you, 13 with what's her cheeks, and then she's gone. Right. And we sit there, and we pick our we pick our favorites, right? And the minute I saw you, I went, oh, I know that guy, I know that guy, I know that guy. And then I'd seen Damiano on uh, the Baking Championship, and I'd seen Aaron on the Baking Championship. Right. And Gennard Wilson, wasn't he a, a Cutthroat Kitchen guy at one time, too? He was on Cutthroat a couple of times. He was on the Evilicious competition with yes. me. And, yes. Yeah. And so you pick your favorites. And, and I sat there, and I looked at you, and I went, and when, you, when they do the little opening things, and you're like, I am the next Food Network star. I thought, yeah, you damn well better be. <laughs> God, I wish I wish you were a Food Network executive. <laughs> you know what? There are times I wish I was. And i got to tell you, I realized they, and I was thinking about this the other day and, I, and talking with a, a chef, local chef friend of mine, and I said, you know, back when they let the public vote, and I, and I figured out why I'm not as dumb as I feel like I am sometimes, why they stopped that because of the big debacle with uh, Lenny. Yes. And, you know, so I, I understood why they stopped letting us vote. So no big stinking deal. And I must have blown up the phones for Damaris until I didn't have enough devices because I just adore her. But yes, when it came like time to picking the other people, I thought, why'd they pick them? Why'd they pick them? Why'd they pick? So you, you realize that not always the person that you think as the person who's going to watch the Food Network, meaning you, customer, would win. But whatever their agenda is, then pick a bunch of schmucks right. and come up against it because they didn't do that this time. There were a lot of you there with a hell of a lot of talent. So I, I, I really hope we do see the lunch lady again, and I hope you do make the final cut, and I hope you do get voted in because, damn it, you announced it at the beginning of the show. Snap, you are yeah. the next Food Network star. Well, and that's the funny thing. They used a lot of my clips in between because everyone gets mm-hmm. interviewed after every every. Uh, a uh, little competition thing we do and we get an right. interview and I was like why are they showing all of my stuff and then like Anna was like Rob out of all the people that said you know that were picking on me I can't believe that you I was like everyone said something about it. they make you say stuff about you you know I was like this is a competition A B you know I get along with you backstage but on set me and her, I would constantly pick her with her back and forth and, like, kid around with her and stuff. And she'd be like, oh, shut up, Rob. And they never showed any of that. They just show me saying something that I might have said about something something else, you know. So Right. Well, it's called it's ratings. And they want people they to get more. excited, but they can't show you all getting along or else then there's, right. no, there's no electricity. Yeah. Like, every time in the stew room when they were all sitting around on a couch – they didn't show hardly any of that, but every time when someone got kicked out, they'd film everyone like, I'm so sad. I'm like, why don't you switch spots with her then? <laughs> I was like, we're all here to win it. Every time someone gets kicked out and it's not you, let's, you know, let's just cut your crap, cut your love thing. But, you know, I will, well, here's, a, here's a question. Here's a question I've been aching to ask somebody. You know, you got three in the bottom, and everybody else is back in, like you said, the stew room. I love that, the stew room. That's hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> and the other three come in, and everybody looks at them like, wow, I really hope it's not you. I hope it's not you. I hope it's not you. Okay, fine. But then when they come back and someone's out, and everyone's like, shut the door. Oh, my God. How did the other two people feel? Oh, it should have been me? Right. Well, that's what everyone said. No, I'm like, woo. Like, if you look close, I'm always, like, smiling and giggling when I didn't get kicked out because I was like, yeah, thank God, you know? 
But does well, yeah, but I mean, if it's not you that doesn't get kicked out, and and you're not sitting there balling your eye, and I don't mean this to be me. I'm not in that competition, so I can talk like a jerk. But right. you know, if if I'm the one of the three, I'd be like doing the Mexican hat dance on somebody's face. I made it. 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 Because like, oh my God. I mean, because I heard the last show and that you guys did. Because I'm I'm a brand new listener, and obviously I talk a lot, so I fit right in. But that's awesome. Thank you. But when you were talking, Rob, about how, you know, this is not something you are paid all this money for. I mean, this is like coming out of your pocket and your time away from home and family and work and blah, 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 blah. And I thought to myself, I don't think people realize what's at stake for everybody. You know, what they really, really, like I saw Trigay win um, Guy's Grocery Games one day. And I thought to myself, when I looked at her, I went, oh, I know her. She was on Guy's Grocery Games. But those little one-day shows cannot compare to what they put you through for this eight-week other program. And I thought, I don't think we oh, as a viewing no. public realize what you go through. Right. It's, it's not fun. Because, and the thing is, all of us there are experienced. Yeah, yeah, whatever. We're all there for the same reason. So we get along. But then it starts, you know. Well, the difference between the three-day shoot and nothing's really ever one-day. It's usually a three-day shoot for a one-episode show. The difference with that is you go, you're in a hotel, and, you know, you go back to your hotel, you're right, able to you watch TV. You have your phone, TV, you can talk to you family and family live. When, when you're on lockdown on a sick, you know, when I did Hell's Kitchen, I was out there, God, six weeks with no cell phone, no outside contact, no TV, you know, under that supervision, on mic'd up all the time, on a camera all the time. Right. Well, at least, yeah, and you guys lived, at least you, like. We lived upstairs from the right. set. <laughs> you know, we, we were, were done yeah. shooting. We walked up the stairs into the dorms. Right, and that that had to drive you even more crazy. At least we got in a van, went back to the hotel, and then we all got locked well, in our rooms. <laughs> the one good thing we were able to do after like the second or third week was every Sunday we got a day off. We got brought down at about seven o'clock or six o'clock into the van that was literally right out. So you open the door, the van was there. You got out of the door and climbed into a van right. and went down the road to a hotel. You got a food sheet to order for dinner and breakfast, and you can order whatever you want. Of course, you know, I was like steak, filet mignon, whatever it was. And there was no phone in the hotel room, and you went up to a hotel room, and you were able to, like, you know, take a normal shower and right. sit in a hot tub and watch TV for a minute. And there was, there was people around. Like, I went outside my door, and, you know, at a random time at 3 o'clock in the morning, just for shits and giggles. And there was someone sitting there, like, oh, Clem, what are you doing? Where are you going? And I'm like, I was uh, getting some more ice. You know, I even got an ice bucket. Yeah. You know, and they were like, we'll get that for you. And five minutes later, the door knocked, and there was some ice and then soda. For yeah, me. well, so, so you were reversed. You were with everybody, and then you got a chance to be by yourself. Yes, which was fantastic. Oh, we were by ourselves the whole time, except on set. You can't talk to each other. Wow. So on a day that we could, we had to keep silent, but we got to target for like two hours. It was wow. like it was a rehab. But Well, we got our guests wow. calling it, Alan. We got Sterling on the line. All right, we got Sterling from Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Let's, uh, Let's pick up Alan. Pick up Mr. 100. Oh, Mr. 100. Hello, Mr. What's 100. What's up, everybody? Hi, everybody. How are you doing? Very good, man. What's up? Haven't heard from you in uh, a long just, time. What's going on? Oh, man, I just want to call and say, man, hi to everybody. Much love to everybody. Generate that love. And I'm just going to chill and listen. All right, very cool. 
All right, cool. And I just want to say, I think Sterling is the original chef of love. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, Mr. 100 himself. I got Janard on my season of Next Food Network, so I was saying he's the chef of love, and I don't think so. I was like, I know Sterling right, baby. There you go. Man, that's what's up, man. Yeah. So, all right, we're going to bring you to in. We're going to pick up Chef Allen from Hell's Kitchen. We'll, we'll get back to you, Sterling. Hold on for a second. All right. What is up, Chef Allen? My man, what's going on today? What's going on? How's it going, man? Ah, it's going good, you know. What's crackalacking, yo? Good. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Just good? Oh, my God. Like, totally rocked it on Food Network Star. I, I, I don't understand what happened, but, um, man, just really good to see you, man. Like, miss your charisma on that show. So, ah, just, I know. Uh, <laughs> I know. I try, I try watching it, and I'm like, my God, I would have rocked that. Kind of, I would have rocked that little thing, you know, like with a Mardi Gras or a tiki party. And <laughs> you were I think they were just that, afraid I mean, you know. that I would have yeah, stole the show. You are the dress-up fucking king of the world yeah. right now. There's no doubt I mean, in my mind that you would have been over the top incredible. Yeah, I know, I mean, and I hope, and I'm trying to bring things coming, but I just, yeah, so... <laughs> Big fan though. I mean, loved that, loved what your time on there, man. I can't believe you got kicked out. On and honestly, Rob, uh, you got kicked out the same episode. I would have gotten kicked out on if it, if we wouldn't have double eliminated on on episode five. So you got yeah. eliminated on episode six. I would have actually officially been episode six, but we double eliminated that night, so it was episode five. But oh, yeah. Man, yeah. Right. I know the feeling, but I, I was just like, it was, it was this deja vu. I was like, like, like jaw dropped everything. So, but, um, man, big fan. Um, I know you got a lot of people that love you, man. I know you got a lot of good things coming. Yeah, I mean, so. it, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. Not so much the filming. Oh, after How could you? Oh my oh, God. Yeah. It, it was <laughs> good. I met a lot of good people. Like Damiano was my, I, I feel bad. He called oh, he's me so today. cool, man. Yeah, I love him. He's, yeah, he's a they cool may guy. try to show him to be someone he's not, but he is like he is so genuine, so no, funny. I, know. <laughs> I, I love that guy, and he calls me like three times a week, just to say something stupid, <laughs> and then, he, then he's like, "I gotta go," and he hangs up on oh, me. He, you know, he's a good friend. Then if he's just call, calling to say something stupid, just just totally yeah. random, not yeah. even. <laughs> yeah, he it's to the non-serious conversations yeah. in life that count. Like seriously, it's like f- fuck all that other dumb shit. Like, uh, right? It's all that and, dumb and my crap. Buddy Aaron, that's, that's a good guy. Yeah, and my buddy Aaron that I made good friends with, he got kicked off the second episode in the double elimination. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah man. Oh man, I, so I like awesome. him too, man. Yeah, I just uh, yeah, man. I don't know. It, it happens. <laughs> I always say to people, you don't understand until you do it, and it's always harder. It, it, it's always going to be harder than you think, and, and that's my outlook now after going through it. So, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Well, it seems, uh, it seems they keep the real people till the middle, and then they start getting rid of people right. that are real, you know? And then yeah, it's like, all right, okay. now we have the people we can work with. What you I know, want to know is, you know. this is what somebody's got to tell me, and it's not even good for television, or that would be the answer. Why is there, Adam? I don't want to use the word asshole, but usually there's always that one <laughs> asshole that's oh, left all the way to the end asshole. of the show, and no one can figure out what the hell that. they're doing. Well, I'll tell you, yeah, on my I... Cutthroat Kitchen, there was Matthew, and he was on last season of Food Network Star, Matt Grunwald, 
And the kid's an all right kid. He's young, but he plays that super evil, jerky role on TV. Yeah. And he got on Food Network Star, and he does he does a bunch of things, and people can't stand him, but they love to socialize about how they can't stand him. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, oddly enough, that sounds kind of like my professional career for the last 25 years. So, I mean, yeah. I kind of understand it, but I mean, you know, it's just. I don't know. I guess once you're under the limelight or, you know, under the under the spotlight of the camera, I guess you're just more scrutinized, I guess, you know, so. Well, look, here's your the thing. We all, so. we all, all of us on this phone can, can attest to this right now. The camera will make you do things, not do things, you know, the way it's edited. Well, the camera absolutely. will make you do things. But the way it's edited I, I, makes things absolutely. up. There's, there's a lot of people I've watched and like, oh, this guy's a real dick. And then when you meet them, they're the nicest, most coolest person no, right. you ever did meet in the world. Yeah. So it's not always that, but, you know, there, there is always that one asshole. Well, I'm sure uh, they edited out a lot of stuff that made me look like an asshole because I would just – I wouldn't even worry about what I was cooking because I was so <laughs> obsessed about running around the kitchen and messing with other people, you know? And like, <laughs> That's right. They're, they're like, why are you done That's already great. cooking? You have like 10 minutes left. I'm like, because I need time to run around. And <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You're exactly right. I didn't even what I think about it. I didn't even really stress like the challenges. No. I'm like, just who cares? Let me just like fuck with people and get on camera and like do something, you know, I'm yeah. just being me. Like, that's what I do anyway. Right. And most of the you things know? I did were things I've never done before. I decided to do then to use liquid nitrogen that they didn't show because I didn't wear goggles and gloves, but I was blowing up a maple bacon gelato for that pancake oh, thing. And they showed my last minute pancake that I did because it was, a, I was going to cut the ice cream in a heart and do that, but it wasn't working out, but they didn't show any of that. And I'm like, come on, that right. was TV uh, right yeah. there. I mean, yeah. I mean, my shirt was smoking because there was below freezing ice cream all over my chest and it was just smoking yeah. up and it was great. Wow. There is. There's always I I have my own regrets from my season. I mean, uh, one of one of my uh, best feats ever in Hell's Kitchen was to work the meat station flawlessly. But I I, I when it came to um, air, I I don't think it was really brought up that that I I just killed it. And 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 man, when you're in that situation and you're doing it, you're just like. You're, you're feeling it, and then you're like a year and a half later. You're like you're watching, and you're waiting for it, and then you're like, oh, it goes by, and then you're like, oh, well, that was right. That, that was a little because that, because that doing little, well is not good for TV. I, yeah, because <laughs> I totally remember a, a whole sin- different scenario. So, but uh, you know, it is what it is. But that's part of being a chef, though. So, right. I mean, with the the other thing too, like like you said, they're not going to show it. But then when you watch that episode, someone that totally made something gross, they're blowing them up like it's the greatest thing they've ever eaten. And you're like, but I was killing it. Why don't you show my shit? Ever. Like, uh, I, I think I literally watched, like, uh, the, the worst rookie in the restaurant make that. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah what are you, you going to do? It, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah. right. Or when you do make something great and then the way they edit it and stuff, it makes like it look like it wasn't that great. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> I remember them saying that it was the best thing they ever ate. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, just but, for the show, Rob, though, like, like honestly, for the show, for for what they were looking for, I really think that they 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 really overlooked you. Uh, I, I really believe that that 
you know, the things that they, they saw in Anna, um, you know, the, just uh, the very, uh, I don't know, the, the just being normal. I mean, I, I don't think they saw in you, and I, I just was really annoyed when they kicked you off because I was like, you know, I don't think really Rob's trying to – trying to make a uh you know a persona out for himself he's just being himself and and that's what i was exactly. about that, so yeah but i think but i think your fans know that though the fans that watch you and people that watch the show they they know that and they see that and that's why you have those fans so um really um uh, really i mean congrats for the food network star i i think like i said i've, I've always told you I think that's just the beginning for you. I know your your time's coming, so. Well, well here's, here's the thing, and, and, and Rob, not that you're not pretty, because you're very pretty, and nothing against the Food Network, because I love the Food Network, but they kind of tend, they kind of tend to lean towards the pretty people. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, and that's the thing that you're not pretty, but there's a certain... Watch the, if you watch the the finale of uh, of my season, it literally looks like a. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, guys. Uh, no offense, but it's like uh, you know, it looks like a uh, episode of The Real World meets Jersey Shore meets you know, Dancing with the Stars. So like, I get it. Like right. at yeah. that time, I was about thirty pounds heavier. I get it. I was a I was a, I was a fat Asian guy with a chunk. Yeah. Sorry. It's like, say, it's like saying the other word, you know, you get it. It's like the N word. Anyway, but um, yeah. So, well, it's uh, funny but, you brought up those shows and stuff because in the beginning when they were interviewing you, they go, so why do you want to win Food Network stuff? <laughs> Absolutely. And was, they of course, they didn't show it. Everyone's like, oh, because I have a lot to bring. And then when I, and they get to me, I'm like, I want to win Food Network stuff so I can win Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> And they were like, <laughs> and that was. <laughs> that sounds like something I would have said though. So that's fucking fantastic. You know, you know, oh my god. I want to be the first fat, hairy Italian guy to go on TV and cook for everybody because they ain't a fucking pretty boy and you won't fucking have it. That's what I would have said. Well, I wanted to All be right, the well, first we... Asian to win Hell's Kitchen. So, um, well, I, I see that's not probably going to happen anytime soon, but what are well, you going to do? All, Whatever. You guys got all the fucking computers to make everything else. Leave those kitchen. <laughs> no, I mean, literally. I mean, literally, from your feet to your bat, I mean, we make everything, though. Literally. It's, it's made by Yeah, but people, watch. So. Watch. And You're welcome. They'll try to sneak it in. Gordon Ramsay will open up like an Asian inspired restaurant, and yeah. then an Asian will win it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, well, he already kind of does it, I'm sure. He's Europe. probably listening even right now was, with Steve Allen's idea as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> even when I was on the show, my favorite moment was um, uh, knowing what the um, tableside dinner, uh, tableside app was going to be. And as soon as I knew it was going to be a fucking uh, green tea soba noodle with fucking red snapper, I was like, oh, well, you know they're fucking picking me. You know they're not going to get the Italian. <laughs> Dude, I, I got it. I got it. Dude, you know, I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm going to tell you something, and, and I, I look, I've watched every season of Hell's Kitchen. There's a few, a handful of people, I literally mean a handful of people, I still remember their names, and very few times that I actually get mad. But when you got booted off, I literally yelled at it. I was like, what the fuck? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, I really, yeah, same thing with you, Rob. So you kind of like, what a bad fucking choice. Yeah. I was just like... What a bad fucking choice. When you guys both got eliminated, and I'm not saying that because I don't know Alan from a hole in the wall except for the show. You I grew up, but I didn't say that because of that reason. But I was just like, what the fuck? Like, I was never 
more shocked to see two people go home on any episode of any season of any reality show ever. Yeah. I mean, and honestly, my goal wasn't to win it, really. I wanted to get up there in the top three, at least. But yeah, I mean, I, I my goal was honestly to get black jackets. My my goal was to get the black jackets, um, but just getting there was a win. Honestly, sorry right. to interrupt you, Rob. Um, no, but, no that's... Um, I mean, no, but I mean, honestly, I'm I'm fighting an uphill battle when I was on that show. I mean, I was the oldest contestant on that season. I am probably the only guy on my season to not have a culinary degree. So the fact that I made it that long. I was happy. With, that so. doesn't really mean anything, dude. I don't. Yeah. I don't have a culinary degree. Let me tell you something. I, I, re- I remember. Well, yeah. You, so, so, dude, so believe me. Dude, yeah, you did no, some I good dishes, it, and you were a standout character. Forget all the other sure. bullshit. You, you. Oh, yeah, look, but in my mind, do I think you deserve to win it? Wait, wait, wait. Do I think you deserve to win it? I don't know. Maybe, but I know you should have went a lot fucking further. A hundred percent. Sure. Oh, thanks, man. I appreciate that. And I'm so. only saying. I, I'm only saying. I don't know if you deserve to win it. That. Only because as competition goes on, people come out of nowhere and get really bad. Not to say that you couldn't have did that, but you absolutely no way in hell should have went home. Same thing with you, Rob. You just started absolutely fucking not. blossoming, yeah. and it was like, I'm like, what the fuck? Right. I was really <laughs> upset. Yeah, but I don't know if, if you guys felt it on Health Kitchen, but for me, I knew my time was coming. The way that everyone was turning on, the, the judges would turn on you. Like, you knew you did great, and they're just coming yeah. up with these things, and you give a puzzled look like, what? Yeah. Well, like, I can't yeah, do it because I, mean, I was up for elimination yeah. seven times. So yeah. I thought I was going home every fucking night. <laughs> but there were certain little yeah, nuances of the services. Yeah. I mean, like, I cook a rice dish. At least my rice was cooked. I mean, other people would cook a rice dish. Their rice and protein wasn't cooked, yet they wouldn't get in as much scrutiny. So, of course, I mean, you're – it's such a mind fuck when you're on there, and it's like, right. I mean, but that's part of it. It's it's to sit there to throw you off the game, to get you uncomfortable, to make right. you <laughs> like scared. So, but yeah, like, also at the end of the day, it's it's probably one of the most interesting training experiences you can ever ever go through because whenever you're going to have that much just variables to you're in a service, you're getting videotaped, you're dealing with one of the biggest, you know, personalities in food. So, you know, I mean, and for you, Rob, too, I mean, you had Yada, you had um, Bobby, um, yeah, and then a bunch of actors, and then a bunch of actors <laughs> yeah. telling me that uh, they got a cookbook, but well, now they agree. It's L.A., right? Weren't you out in L.A.? It yeah. is L.A., yeah. so, you know, like, go well, here's figure. Here's the thing, so. and this is kind of real, too. You can get c- c- Not to say we uh, making the smallest little president. Anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Go well, ahead, Clem. Sorry. And the thing go, is, go, I go. knew I was going to be in the bottom three on that freaking tea party thing. I knew it. I well, felt like crap. I was just, like sneezing. I was like, you, I don't do even like want to be. You do like the bottom three. Clemenza, I apologize. I had this, I'm on my fourth beer, so I got the babbles. So. Sorry. Well, don't worry about it. I'm, my, I'm on my fifth token with the paper right here. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It's all good. <laughs> so. Well, yeah. uh, well, we actually have a phone call for Alan. We got uh, Robert, who uh, was told oh, to call man. in. All right. Great, man. What's up, Rob? How you doing? Sorry for the wait. You're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy and Alan. Roberto. Maybe Robert did. Hey, Alan, what's going on? Hey, my man. How you doing, man? If, for all the people that don't know, Robert Robert is uh, 
has been one of my biggest fans and followers since my season on um, Hell's Kitchen. So what's going on, dude? I'm doing pretty good. Just getting out of work over here right now. Listening oh, to you guys. Yeah. yeah. I almost thought you were going to say he was your secret gay lover, but that wasn't it. I went to college. It's, it's all good. You know, it's 2015. Don't judge. You know, bully icon. Come on, Clemenza. Really. <laughs> all right. So, Rob, what's going on? Where, where are you working that you're just getting out of? Well, I actually work for the Board of Education. I work in a school kitchen, and I do maintenance at nighttime. So I'm actually getting out right now for my maintenance job. Nice. School kitchen, my friend. You're, you're a fellow yeah. lunch lady. All right. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah. I get it when you were talking about that. I said, oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? Now, where, where are you? Uh, what Board of Ed do you work in? I work in New York City. Oh, nice. Yeah, well, I, I work over in Elizabeth, New Jersey. It's a private school, but, you know, but I, we're right here in Staten Island. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I work up in the Bronx. Oh, cool. Very cool. Yeah, it's for yeah, junior I, high I school. Try, yeah, I tried to get into the Board of Ed for the kitchens a couple of a few years back, and they wouldn't even take me. They were like, you're too qualified. I'm like, what do you mean I'm too qualified? I need a job. I want to do yeah, yeah, yeah. work during the day. I want to get out early. I want to hang out with kids. You know, like it's great. <laughs> in a weird way. I just going to say, oh, wait, oh, oh. I like. Well, I don't like dealing with the kids Michael over Jackson there. Way. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I got you. I don't deal with the kids over there. But yeah, I I usually I'm the assistant cook there, and I feed about 800 kids daily. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, I'm, I only feed 200, but I do it by myself. You know. Yeah. I'm like a private contractor for the school. They bring me in, and I sell the kids the food and stuff. So they tell me if it sucks or if it's great. That's the one good thing about kids. You're blatantly yeah. honest, man. you got to love it. You absolutely have to yeah. love it, don't you? They even bitch about the, the bottled water. Like, when are you going to get Deer Park? Yeah. I'm like, I got Poland <laughs> Spring. You know, I was like, what are you talking about? Cause, because Poland Spring is $4 for 40 yeah, and Deer Park is like seven ninety seven for twenty four. That's why I got Poland Spring. Deer Park, that's good water. <laughs> I was like, it's all the same shit, kids. Oh, that's true. I agree with you. Maybe yeah. you should give them a blind tasting one day and, and get a couple of bottles of Deer Park. <laughs> and tell them, oh, if, you pick, if you can pick you Deer Park, I'll give you a free bottle. Toilet water. Make it a little fun little right. competition. Yeah. Well, you know, I would just give them tap water. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, this is just in the street, so enjoy it. Yeah, I, I did that, actually, and there was a waiter years back who went to some sommelier class, and he started to, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm a wine kind of stuff. Oh, please, we gave him the same box red wine that was in the heat of the kitchen for weeks. We gave him two glasses of it, and we were like, which is the, you know, the, the, the mole pack or whatever, and which is the, he picked. He was, like, giving, oh, well, this one has, like, walnut undertones. And, I, like, we were just laughing the whole time. We're like, you are full of shit. And yeah. both Francia. Francia <laughs> yeah. is a great fucking box wine, by it the way. Is. I love it's it. It's good, but when I it's love sitting it. in the hot kitchen, oh, God, you know, it's like vinegar. But, you know, I don't know how the hell we got on to, oh, because of the deer park water. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Robert does nice. a lot of good work, man. He works with the churches, man. He does a lot of 
schoolwork, a lot of tutoring, a lot of mentoring, man. This guy, man, uh, uh, a, lot, a lot of respect for this guy. I mean, uh, that's awesome. You, know, you, need, cool. you need people like this out in the community leading these kids, uh, mentoring. So uh, he's doing right. God's and showing work, kids so. what hard work yeah, is. Man. The guy yeah. has two jobs. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, straight you up, know? man. I got, I, I, and I got your six whenever you got them, Robert. So. Uh, yeah, I saw your post earlier on Facebook. I, I know that. So uh, whenever you need it, like, seriously, reach out. You want my help, I got you. So I appreciate that, Evan. I thank you very much for that, man. No, man, because it's been unconditional for you. So, yeah, the, you know, I, I give it back the same way. So this guy's right. been a real great fan, uh, real great friend. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah I appreciate it. I mean, you guys really pushed me to another level. You know, I'm much better because of all of you guys. <clears throat> no, he's definitely, uh, Robert's been a passionate guy. So, uh, yeah, I mean, you need that. So, Oh, definitely. Definitely, <laughs> man. And your stuff looks great, man. So you're, you're killing it, bro. You're, you're doing great, man. You're, you're doing it. So I appreciate it. Thank you, Alan. <laughs> now, now, Robert, do you like cooking? Is that like a big passion? Oh, I love it. I have, I have a great passion for it. I'm always um, looking up on YouTube. I'm studying it. I'm actually going for my Facebook certificate now. I did study up on that. Nice. So I have a great passion for it. I mean, I'm not Actually, at you I'm guys' level, you know, that's definitely. <laughs> I, I mean, do I want to get up to you guys' level. Yeah. Now, what, what serve safe are you taking? Are you taking the manager's one or just the one for New York? Um, the, well, the one that I printed out from, I believe it's a um, manager's one. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I just want to have you take it. He'd be a manager's one, yeah. I just, he's, 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 I, I just talked to them the other day because with this food trailer that I got, Every county in New Jersey needs a different health thing, but they all take SurfSafe. So right. I already have my New York City one, but then they tried to talk to me. They're like, the manager one takes all 50 states and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, I need one for two weeks. <laughs> so, you know, the, I might be going for the manager one because they do these events all over Pennsylvania, Jersey. Right, right. And that's the way to go. I, I I should have a PhD in food safety because I'm taking all these <laughs> online classes just to take their tests, pay twenty five dollars, fifteen dollars here, and print them out. It's crazy. Yeah, I see some of the online courses. What I did was I just went into one of them and print everything out. You know, I'm like, I'm not right, paying right. for a book. I can get this stuff printed out myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, meanwhile, the New York City one that I took in 1992 is still right. good today. <laughs> I'm like, huh, how? Yeah, I swear to God. Me. In New York Jesus City, right. if, you the, yeah, if you take the <laughs> New York City food handlers course, it's good for life. Oh, right, my right. God. Ours, ours, ours in Pennsylvania lasts, what, five, six years? So, gee, fuck. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I got well, my food protection certificate, which I had since 2004, and it's still yeah, going to good. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah, those those last a lifetime. It's so crazy. Because I look at the picture, I'm, I don't even recognize myself. I was so hungover. And I, it's just like they make you take your hat off in a picture and you got a hat head. And it's just like, just take my picture. Give me this thing so I can, you know, go to work. Well, it makes you feel good. I had a lot of hair back then, you know. So I'm like, wow, look at that. That was like 12 years ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man! So Alan, Alan, what's what's new with you? What are you up to? 
Uh, well, you know, I'm still working at the same place I've been working at. Um, as far as me, though, man, I'm looking at moving out west too, man. I'm looking at moving out Arizona, Arizona. Um, you know, just getting the hell out of, you know, Amish paradise for a little. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie. I do have another offer that's coming in um, from, a, you know, a, a fellow acquaintance of mine um, as far as, or as far as that, though, um, you know, I'm, you know, still just doing me, just getting ready to get my stuff off and running. Um, you know, I have definitely have dreams of doing a food truck myself, slash catering, slash getting back into doing some of my pastry stuff. So, you know, I'm definitely just, nice. you know, just being focused and just, you know, being on my chef game, man. So, it's, you know, hey, nothing, you just got to keep since, going, man. Just since then, been the Hell's Kitchen, uh, if anything, it's it's ignited that fire even greater. So, I mean, uh, you know, I've been I've been a little uh, uh, low since my father died in, in March. But, uh, you know, that's just also just been because I've been thinking about moving for about the last year or so. But once once I move, watch out. So, you're going to see yeah. a lot of stuff coming from me. So, <laughs> Awesome, nice. awesome. Very cool. Nice. Yeah. So, oh, we lost Lou. We lost Chef Lou. Lou's probably choking on a joint somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> How All that? right, now we have we also we have a phone call right now from Jesse for Clem from Long Island. Hello, hey. Jesse. What's going on? You're chewing the fat with Big and Beefy. Hey, what's up, guys? Yo, Clem, I'm trying to reach out to you, man. Now he's got a bunch of Hell's Kitchen people on. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, I I try to reach out to Clem, man. You you were supposed to try Spanky's out, man. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know if you heard the beginning of the show. One of my buddies passed away. My stepmom passed away. So it's been a crazy... uh, Sorry about that, man. Yeah, I hear you. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, you know uh, things have been a little uh, bad, yeah. a little crazy. Way to yeah, bring it down, it. Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Way to kill it! Thank you. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't yeah, don't well. worry. <laughs> don't worry about it. Yeah, we got everybody man. on here, and we got a little pause in the action here, Fairmeister. So what do you think we do our, uh, our top five? Top five. Top five, yeah. Well, we're going to do our top five first. Yep, yep. Now, this has random. Now, think about <laughs> because this. Because it's hot now. Yeah, because it's hot. When we think it's along the lines of summer, we, especially we've done two and a half years of show or three years of show, it's getting kind of hard to come up with top right. five. Because I do love to toss a good salad. So, <laughs> <laughs> our top five is... Going to be well announced in a Alright, so yep. since we, we were talking salads earlier. What's that? Was that someone watching T V in the background? Yeah. <laughs> but it's gonna be your top five favorite salad dressings. Top five salad dressings. And, you know, we already know Clem likes to toss the salad for his top two with jelly and syrup. <laughs> uh, I prefer the jelly. Fuck it, Now, of course, as everyone knows, the Italians invented salad. So, I mean, right off the bat, I just... 
But uh, you know, I'm, I, you know what? Addressing that I had the other day is kind of forgotten about that I love Catalina. Nah, why did you say that's my number one? Right there? Catalina. <laughs> it's not my number one, but I'm gonna go with Catalina. I'm gonna go with Italian balsamic, and I, you know what? As far as dressing, I like good seasons. Yeah. The good seasons Italian the packet. The packet. That's what the Italian. That shit and everything. But I'm more of a just white vinegar and oil and some some. I make my dressing. I do white vinegar. I do a little olive oil, some Parmesan cheese. I put a little balsamic glaze in there, some garlic, uh, granulated onion, granulated garlic. I know it sounds weird, but I make this weird dressing with some shitty stuff. That's fantastic. Yeah. Exactly. Fantastic. A little oregano. You know, I like doing the oil and vinegar thing. Or my number one, it's not really a dressing, but just olive oil, squeeze some fresh lemon juice, and a little fucking 15-year-old age balsamic. Salt and pepper. That's it. All right. Well, I'll tell you mine. I have a Catalina, and I have to put that down to number five. But I do love it. You don't see it around. No, a lot. it's fantastic. It's a great dressing. It's like a watery French dressing. Yes. Or like a vinegary. <laughs> yeah, like a vinegary French dressing. Now, now, just to ask you a question, I've seen it once, and I can never find it again. It was a special French dressing. It was like a spicy French almost. It was something French. It was the greatest French dressing I've ever had. I've yet to be able to find it again. I looked it was a Jacques Pepin semen? Jacques Pepin semen. I think that may have been it. Uh, <laughs> well, I like how no, it, it, it was a zesty I like French, that though, I think. What was it? The zesty. Zesty with a Z. Boom. Breasty? Yeah. Did you say breasty? Breasty? Yeah, breasty? Oh, breasty? No, oh please. Dress. Oh, my God. Motorboat. Motorboat. I, I'd motorboat that salad any day. I've never seen a yeah. salad on one motorboat. Right what? after I toss you salad, honey, I'll motorboat it. <laughs> All right. So I like Catalina. I like that Vidalia onion. You know I like uh, that? Uh, Vidalia onion one. Uh, it's like a mustardy Vidalia. Where? Who makes uh, that? I never know. It's in Costco. Uh, really? Yeah. And I use it. I marinate shit in it mostly. You know? I'm a big fan yeah. of Vidalia onion. Yeah. I like... Um, what do you call it? A good Italian dressing. Of course, you, you know. Like it's it's the good best Italian because the Germans it invented Italian dressing. Oh, whoa, wait. Oh, whoa. Wait. I know, like a And I like uh, Marie's chunky blue cheese. Okay. And because I like to keep the jaw, too. I like to put shit in that jaw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good. And my number one has got to be that creamy ginger dressing at sushi places. Yes. Uh, I love it. Yes. I absolutely love it. The only thing that's right they don't have any kind of bread you can dip it in. <laughs> no, you know what's you know you know what that orange it's that orange carrot ginger dressing. It's yeah. Right orange dressing. And that's a wonton. I always wait, wait, I always get that dressing and I put it in and in their salad. They always got iceberg only, which freaks me out. But it's iceberg, it's a carrot, it's a made when it keeps them. And, and, and that's the salad. Some red cabbage. And yeah, an onion. Yeah. Always red cabbage. And I put it in and I shake it, but it always gets watery. Yeah. But it's still so fucking delicious. Because it breaks down that iceberg, it's like nothing nothing but water. Iceberg is just like they they water it down with water. Yeah, they water it down with water. I have a question. Why the number one ingredient sushi? Water. Number one ingredient water. Number two ingredient water. (laughs) Number three water. So he can make fun of people like that. It's like a black guy saying the N-word. I, I yeah. can do that. Yeah, well, I'm never going to say that word, especially to people that want to. Hell no. Like, no. You know, just saying, you know. 
You know what? I, I just want to ask a quick question. Why yeah. do Chinese restaurants and Japanese restaurants only serve canned soda? Why are you asking him for that? That's fucked up. Well, I'm sorry, <laughs> asking everyone. It's a general consensus. Every time I ask, I just want no, a well, big giant glass of uh, ginger ale. They do have the 20-ounce. That's, that's the only thing you can smoke can. marijuana out afterwards. You can't smoke marijuana <laughs> out of a fucking plastic Listen, you're one. Listen, you up the wrong you can, you put pot out of anything. You're fucking getting high, duh. Dude, I'll smoke pot out of the container. Yo, yo, Rob, you think our eyes are slanted for no reason? Come on, guys. <laughs> oh, my God. You here for hours. You, you don't know. You don't Who's in the back? Who just, who just said OMD? Come on, now. Come on. That's not the worst thing you heard. Right. Come on. Give that guy a gookie. A gookie? Come on. You didn't hear that one? Come on. Racism is okay. So here's okay. the one thing. I'm going to tell you the one thing that pisses me off about Chinese restaurants, and this is absolutely true, and I do this to them every time I fucking order. There is a Chinese restaurant near my house. Everything's that 10 minutes? They open up at 11 o'clock. They open up at 11 o'clock. You can call them 1057. They won't answer the phone. 1058, they will not answer the phone. 1059, they will not answer the phone. 11 o'clock, they will not. 1101, they will not. And I've done this a thousand times. Even the lunch special. If you go there at 301, if you call up at 301 and the lunch special ends at 3 o'clock, no, lunch special over. At 301, no good. It's 301. It's 48 seconds later. Hey, McDonald's, don't blame us. We learned that shit from McDonald's. McDonald's did that shit for 100 years. Don't blame the Chinese for that yeah, shit. Yeah, all right, all right, I give you that one. I give you that. <laughs> they just started doing the right. breakfast menu last year. Come on now, guys. They don't like us. the Italians. The Italians come, yeah, just real one. You know what? For an extra $5, we'll hook you up. Don't worry. <laughs> That's that Trump shit. Don't give me that Trump shit right now. Don't give me that fucking Trump. I'm still voting for him, but don't give me that Trump shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me that fucking shit. <laughs> and that's another thing. You never hear anyone voting for Trump. But, yeah. he, but everyone's got it. I'm sorry. I don't like Hillary. Sorry. Uh, I mean, no, Trump, no, you can't. Trump is going to become president for two competition reasons. Because was, people actually like him and they don't want no, him. No, he's a bully. That's why Trump's going to be no, president. Like, honestly, not, not to get political because I know we treat this place like a, like a bar room. But, I mean, uh, America needs a bully. I want a bully. Yes, that's my yes. bully. Let's Not go. even so much a bully. No. America needs someone who's going to actually open up their mouth and say what's on their mind and not sugarcoat anything. Like with the fucking timeouts with the kids. And, and you know what? You can't say Merry Christmas. You have to say Happy Holidays. Or you can't. That's fuck right. that. Merry Christmas. Raise the flag. Fuck you. And bring it back to fucking old school. Because we didn't have those problems fucking 20 years ago that we have now. Well, the only bad thing, if I he mean, becomes president, the, he's going to make it mandatory to have that haircut. Yes. <laughs> if I can't spike up and my hair, be, I'm fucked. Yeah. It will be it will be huge. Huge. Sorry. <laughs> It'll be huge. <laughs> so um all right, while we're on it, what are your top five salad dressings? Oh, my top five. Well, uh, well, number one's got to be blue cheese, definitely, especially house-based. Love it. I love you know, blue with cheese. A lot of garlic. Oh, man, love blue Ooh. cheese. Second, definitely, is um, a dressing that I've given the nickname called Marka, which is called ranch. Um, ranch no, well, That's don't get fun my... started because we had this talk before it, and he said something about He said ranch after, like, the second helping. Has the taste of sewer vagina. Yes, it tastes like sewer vagina. <laughs> well, you know, look, look. If you're combined, in a flow, combined with sewer vagina. Listen, Clem. 
if you're in a slump, sewer vagina is appropriate. So, like, don't judge, okay? Listen, a whim is like, a whim. I'll, I'll a whim is a whim. I'm exactly. going to have my sewer sorry, vagina Annette. on my salad. <laughs> yeah, sorry, We don't need it. to so, offend you. Like, yeah, come on. No, but come on, it, it people. Kind of, calm down. Rather than sewer vagina. I'm going to have my badge, and I'm going to eat it, too. All right? So, all right. I think all it's right. Better so you got blue cheese. You maybe, got rich. Maybe sweaty <laughs> Ramps hate uh, like sweaty. I got blue cheese. Blue cheese is one. Vagina is two. Three would probably. Oh, that's Teresa. That's Teresa. Wow, Teresa. Teresa. Three would probably be in oil and vinegar. You name your oil. You name your vinegar. It doesn't matter. Just oil and vinegar. Four would probably be French, and five would probably be Caesar. Because who doesn't like a good homemade Caesar dressing? So that's my yeah. top five. If you don't like it, you know what to do. Hashtag suck it. Now, someone came up to me. I was watching my dad's band yesterday at Randall Manor Tavern, which, by the way, Mike Luciano, I hope you're feeling better because one of his singers, 75 years old, passed out in the heat. Wow. And then after we I'm got him, yeah. we all okay. 75, yeah. Yeah. Well, my dad's 73, and he, as the guy goes, I don't feel good. I feel like I'm going to pass out. My father goes, let's do one more song. But how did I come into that? I don't know. But let's, <laughs> let's, let's go right to, uh, let's go to the Well, anyway, wait, wait, wait. Uh, okay. And after that happened, and we got him all better, the paramedics came, and we had to put him in the AC and do stuff. About three hours later, I got the load on. We go back to Mary's house. I go to put an air conditioner in a window. She goes down in the basement to get an extension cord, gets stung by a bee, and she's deathly allergic to bees. We had to go sit in the hospital for about four hours as they shot her up with Fresno. Oh, my God. God. Now, talk about a bug skill. I was like, I was so feeling great, and then sitting there, I'm like, oh, my God. Some lady was talking a lot on the phone. I was like, shut up. Nice. It was horrible. Well, back to salad dressing. My first one would be raspberry vinaigrette. I that's my most hated dressing. I it's love right. it. It's a girl dressing. A lot of people yeah, love it. I can't stand it's it. It's a cosmopolitan of dressing. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. exactly right. Exactly I right put it up my. When I make All right, what's your second dressing? Creamy Sean Cassidy. Creamy Sean Cassidy dressing. <laughs> blue cheese. All right. Creamy blue cheese. Italian. All right. I'm surprised the two guineas didn't put Boy, Italian at number up? one. No, I'm not my <laughs> Is there any other blue favorite? cheese and creamy? No, I no, I've had blue cheese. That's not creamy. No, I'm sorry. I'll shut yes. up. And a I, good gorgonzola vinaigrette is yeah. delicious. Yeah. No, I've had that. Just mostly they I've always make creamy. I've a hunk of gorgonzola, like really good imported gorgonzola, smush it down in a bowl, pour it over some buttermilk, and some chopped fucking shallot and a little bit of vinegar and a little bit of cracked black pepper and just like that and it is fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. Just throw that in my face. Just throw that yeah. in my face. That sounds <laughs> great. No, seriously. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn, you're making me that is. I, I just heard, I actually just heard that. So uh but I'm bummed. All right. So Lamina, what's your last two? Well your last one. Yeah. <laughs> what's your last one besides the creamy short gas? Cream Italian guy. Caesar. <laughs> Caesar, okay. Sorry. Nobody said it's an Caesar. Asian thing. Calm down. I, I can Caesar do it. I mean, Alan said Caesar. Alan said you laugh at it. I'm Asian. You can laugh at it. It's a, you got the, the pastime. 
Listen, we don't use rice wine vinegar in our dressing, okay? I love rice wine vinegar. So do I, actually. Well, <laughs> about unless, you use, unless you make a boom-boom sauce, and then you do boom. Yeah. <laughs> now, what's a boom-boom? Is that the, the ketchup and the well, vinegar? It's like, and... the sriracha, it's like the sriracha yeah. vinegar, sour cream, um, um, the, the, uh, those fucking, um, the, the fucking sweet chili, uh, what, what yeah. the sambal, the sambal chilies, and uh-huh. um, there's something else. There's something else. But that's basically it. And oh, and mayo. You know, you know the first food group, mayo. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. Love that no one said that. Yeah, somebody fuck. said on uh. I'll put that on, on whatever. I'll even put it on an Italian every now and then. So sorry if I admit that. <laughs> I like I'll dressing put, on I'll put mayo. I'll put mayo on an Italian every now and then just to give it that extra, you know, unctuousness. So just saying, sorry if it offends somebody. But now, no one said Thousand Islands or honey mustard. Oh yeah, damn! I love a honey mustard. So yeah, see, but I like honey mustard not like, on salad. Not on salad. I like dipping it in everything. I would dip Rob's nipples in it for all you know. I really <laughs> well, would, but I don't think uh... I, I don't think I eat it when I toss a salad. Well, that'll be another show. Um, that's next week. Yes. Um, <laughs> and hopefully that's next 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 week. Red wine vinegar. And the next week after that, and hopefully we've done that one. Teresa, Teresa said red wine vinegar. Why don't we just pick up Teresa? Balsamic. Why don't we just pick up Teresa? All right. Okay, Teresa. Uh, What's get, up, Teresa? And get her opinion. Hey guys. Hi, Teresa. How's it going? Hi. Hey. hey. Now, wait, I'm going to read Teresa's mind. And I'm going to say she likes red wine vinaigrette, yeah. balsamic, ranch, Catalina, and then blue cheese. Yeah. Oh, my God. This is a gold star and a lollipop. I'm going to say this much. Red wine vinaigrette is one of my favorite. It's a great fucking marinade on skirt steak for the barbecue. Uh, I like it with a salad. Yeah. With that, you eat the salad, and then you just take Italian bread and sop up all the yeah. rest of the shit. But try the red wine vinaigrette yeah. on some skirt steak. Let it sit in a bag. You throw, like, even some basil in there, a little shot of mustard or something if you really want to get creative. Mm-hmm. Some goggles. But it's a fantastic fucking marinade. For Breaks down that meat. Yeah. Oh, it yeah. Does. It makes my meat <laughs> so soft. That's the problem. They have pills for that, Clem. Viagra. I need something to keep. I don't need it. No, that's why I do it. I need something to keep it down. Cialis. Or Cialis. 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 All right, well, we're going to go. Whatever. We're going to go to Annette to see what kind of, what her favorite salad dressings are if she didn't hang up on us already. Yeah. Annette, are you still with us? Oh, hi, me? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> She's here. She is fucking here. She's here. If anyone doesn't know. I Present. Okay, I am like the most boring salad dressing person in the world because yeah, I you really sound like, like. It. Let me tell you, you sound like vinaigrette. <laughs> I just like vinaigrette. <laughs> That's it, vinaigrette. I, I make a Greek vinaigrette with oregano and red wine oh. vinegar, and I, I like that. I like a lot of oregano. I like. I love oregano. In my I love salad. oregano in my. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I got well, like a oregano. Origami. Origami. I like a little origami with my dashi and um, my bonito and my, um, you know, whatever. Yeah, I like uh, origami on my edamame. Edamame. <laughs> Ooh, oh, you guys are getting wet edamame now. I'm going to have to think of something better. But also a fresh, fresh squeeze of lime juice. Just That's just a little salt. Like I like lime juice better than lemon juice. I yeah, do. Me too. 
Me too. I do. You know why? Because they don't have any fucking seeds. <laughs> true. That's very true. That's why. Yeah. I mean, it's and here's a trick. If you you know when people try to squeeze it with their hands and you don't get a lot of juice out, some people put it in a microwave for a few seconds or whatever. I take a pair of tongs, put it all the way up into the top bend, and squeeze the shit out of it. And I get all the juice I need out. Of okay, it. but now now with all with all this talk about all these dressings, here's the more important question. That's What's your favorite style? You go out to eat dinner, you go out to eat dinner, and the question always asked on every fucking place, no matter where you go, you want a house salad or you want a Caesar salad on the side? What's your favorite style? I, with all this talk, you know what I'm saying? And I think... You know what it is? Yeah. I mean, I I, I, I don't know. It all depends on the place. Well, I mean, you got you to gotta, you gotta choose a side. Yeah. Well, I, I usually go with Caesar because I, the house salad is always iceberg and fucking red cabbage. But not necessarily. So I think this is brewing into something here, Burma. I think we're going to have to do a little food fight here, pal. It's time for Big and Beefy's Food Fight. And the pizzeria place, but I think this house salad has evolved into red onions, black olives, cucumbers. Uh oh, what just happened to my feed? I don't know. Where did everybody? Where did everybody? We We lost the guys. Hey, I'm here now. Well, I I know, but we lost Clem and Rob. Yeah. All right. So happened. we lost. Yep. Yeah, we lost the Hope boys. Yeah. Hope we're not on and air. It's a, I mean, it's a green room party in the studio. Whoop, whoop. So we get to talk about our salads. Ooh. Oh gosh, I like a a little rim job with a little bit of you know anal fifteen and no, on, not the salad no. that we're talking about. Come on, my face. Yeah, green room. I don't know. I don't know why we just got booted. That was weird. Um, <laughs> we're not. We're still on the Oh, we're oh, we're not on the green room. Oh, that's Shirley. Don't tell me. No, we're not. I didn't mean that. Alan, take over from the chat room. <laughs> yes, that's right. Welcome to live radio right here on Chewing the Fat with Big and Beefy. Mm-hmm. And now for something completely different. It's a totally hey, listener take. Ah uh, well. You know, hey, it happens. Well, hey, <laughs> they're used to being booted off shows, right? It was a cheap shot, but I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. Oh, come on, I see, you can pat yourself on the back. They'll get the backstage pass tonight. They'll be like, oh, not the backstage uh, unedited pass. So, I'm here all yeah. week, try the veal. Oh, my gosh. You know what I think happened? I think they cued their music, and then when they went to cut it off, they must have cut themselves off. Uh, no, they're still are, here. Are, I can still see them in the studio. But you can't hear they're them. They're locked. No, but we can't hear them. So they're still, oh. like, logged into the studio. And can you hear all the delightful names they're calling us? Are they giving hand signals or something so we can read well, their minds? Well, well no, I'm not physically thing. in the studio. I'm logged into the studio. I 
you create a call call. Chief, do you have like the dashboard? I do, and they're still logged in. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm I'm blacked out. Check to see if their mics all went to mute. Should we just keep talking? <laughs> it's probably. I, I bet you. I bet you something got hit by lightning. Are I think it's our it? duty to keep talking. We got to keep them alive. We got to keep their memories alive. If nothing okay, else. Okay, so we were talking about no. the food fight. Caesar versus house salad. What do you guys? The sluice box. You know, I got to admit, I've never had a Caesar salad. Ever. Really. Yeah, and I'm no spring chicken. I should have had one of those a long time ago, and I never had. Oh, they're good, <laughs> especially when they're grilled with a little bit of uh, Parmesan toulé on top, and uh, yeah, and a nice blanched uh, 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 leek string to tie it all together. Yes, no, on top of a brioche crisp. Hmm, <laughs> getting fancy on me now. We 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 basically broken and fresh. Uh, it's rummy parmesan with a with a uh, egg vinaigrette. It's pretty much with an egg-based vinaigrette. <laughs> you know what I think it is? I think it was the the idea of the anchovy that threw me. I mean, I grew up in Detroit. Yeah. Oh, it's There, there, somewhere, the ghosts of the food fight is around here. Hey, somewhere. what, what in the butt? Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Let's them from the other Whoa. side. What the heck Rob and Clem, come back to us. We heard your promo. Yeah, we're hard wow. on hosting this show. Rob and Clem, wherever trip. you are, set up a flare. Um, call in, hopefully. <laughs> Although I don't know who the person is to um, bring them on board. So, but um, here we go. Um, yeah. I'm just gonna shut up My now. God, that's really that's really freaky. You know, and <laughs> it's their show. So they should weird. Be... Well, weird you know, they, 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 their shows go off on all these great tangents. This time we've taken over. That's and right. So my is chicken salad with a little walnuts and uh, grapes. Yeah. Ooh, salads, rabbit food. <laughs> <laughs> At least they didn't say egg salad. Come on. No, I'm just sitting here watching to see what the people in the chat room are saying. No, we cannot hear you, Philomena. Why don't you try to call on in, and then maybe we can do the show from that way. Yeah, baby. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know what BTR. to do. I don't this want to mute everybody. I but hate BTR. Calls you know, drop too. So yeah, I think we're they, having issues with the phone. BTR does have some crazy stuff. I think it's got a split personality. Oh, no. Oh, no. BTR has never had any personality whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) Thing is the shot clock. You know, it shows you've got three minutes left to the show, and then you get 90 seconds in your ear, and it's like, what? Yeah, you know what? It's really easy to watch a clock. That's why I use Spatial Audio Manager. Come on, guys, pay me. I've been using it for almost 20 years. (laughs)
<laughs> hey, if they got a free sign up, why not? You know, this way I can be better than Brendan Fraser and Airheads and actually walk around and go, I'm more than a master of ceremonies. I'm the dude. <laughs> Maybe it's the computer. No, that thing was still going. All right, hello to the heroes. Can anybody hear us? But wait, there's more. Raven, oh, we're back. Hey, there he is. We're back. Hello, Lady Man himself. Hello, Tim. There we go. back here on the show. Wow. What a clusterfuck that was. (laughs) Well, we got... Unfortunately, in the world of podcasting and electronics, it isn't a foolproof science. Right. I mean, everything was working. Like that again. And you, oh my God, we have a great time in the green. All right. So let's get back to this quick. We have a food fight going on. Hot salad versus pizza. We're gonna rock this right out. We're gonna go immediately. Raven. Raven, what do you got? Around the room here. House of pizza. I'm gonna have to go with the house salad. My man, 50 grand. I don't trust the salad. There you go. That's my point. Annette, how about you? Do you like I'll the house salad because you're, vinaig- you're a vinaigrette person? How do you like your salad, please? All right, I'm a vinaigrette girl. Nice. Teresa, what do you got? House. House. All right. Tina, what's up? You like house salad or Caesar? <laughs> I, I originally said house, but I'm going to change my mind and go with Caesar. It's something too. that Clem said. They're starting to put black olives in all the salads, and I don't like black olives, so that's why I'm going black to see. Olives matter. Calm down, okay? You need to calm black down. Black olives matter. Black olives matter. I get that, but I don't like them. Hold on, we got one more call here. Area code. Who is this? Hello, 717, area code. All right. All right. 717, are you there? Yeah. I'll give you the Here we go. All right, 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 here we go. Three from Hell's Kitchen. I do like the hard-boiled egg in a good house salad. Caesar from Chef Eric Levine, if the dressing is right. We got Jen Balduzzi oh, with a Eric. Caesar. Love that guy. We got Billy Gannon with a Caesar. Rob's we got every name that's on that Lisa Sprague with a Caesar. <laughs> Al Gattulo likes bacon. Okay. Kevin Rogers is a taco <laughs> salad. Then we have Neither, another Caesar. And wow. We got a Cobb salad, depends where you are, toss salad, ha. None of the above. We got a house. We got a Caesar. And we got a Caesar. 
<laughs> Too bad only the sixties heard it. Yeah. Like we were hey. cut everyone out from everything. It sucks. That's not but, true. I bet that anyone listening may have still heard us. That's right. That we were trying our best. Uh, we continued well, the topic of conversation. We oh, did. And that's why we love you guys. That's why you Aww. love us. We, we, we need a tech guy here, like, at all points. We do. You know? We do need to and hire a tech guy. Things could, shouldn't be left up to us. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so I was working at BIM 5, and it was hot as balls. And I was in the basement prepping for a party, like, the next day. And it was, like, right next to the ice machine fan. It was just blowing hot air. Felt like there was a dog just breathing on my neck. And then when I went upstairs, it was freaking even hotter out there. And then it poured, and all the humidity came into the kitchen. I was like, I cannot do this for 60 to 70 hours a week anymore. I'm no, too old for no, it, and I will never do it. I don't mind the heat. I like working in a hot kitchen sometimes because it makes you feel alive. Yeah, when you go you into a 90-degree room and, and it yeah. feels like cold. Yeah. But, you know, it was at the point where I was going in the walk-in, and the steam was coming off of me. It was, just, it was ridiculous. And then after that, I went to a barbecue. A friend of ours has a new in-ground pool. They were having a barbecue for his daughter's sixth birthday. Okay. And I got all psyched, had a couple of beers, grabbed something to eat, and was jumped in the pool. And he had a heater on at 101 degrees. It was the most non-refreshing dip in a oh, pool God. that I ever took. I felt like a lobster. I was just. If That's I like when I'm at the gym. I, I sit in the hot tub. It's 104, and you come out of that, and you're dying to go in a pool, and then they got the heat up just a little bit too much in the pool. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I want an ice cold pool. Like bla- I think like I want pool. to blanch and shock myself. Yeah. That was me this morning. I got off the school bus, went in my friend's pool. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. There's well, always something refreshing about jumping in that. Ice cold pool. It wakes you up. Like you can be hungover, shit faced. You jump in there, you're alive again. And that's what a pool is supposed to be, I believe. Like to make you refresh. Not that you want to get out of it to be cooled off. Yeah. Unbelievable. But I don't know. So what's everyone else doing for the week? You got any plans? Any Any events going on? Anything going on? What's happening? I was involved in this weekend. What do you got? I'll be reestablishing the Vault of Metal and starting Papa Spike's audiobook in the next week. Nice. nice. Very fucking nice. cool. Awesome, man. Yeah, oh, I, you know, know what I do that. You know what I did do this week? I went and saw Def Leppard. What was that? I would go see Def Leppard. I can't even laugh at that. I, I saw Def Leppard, oh. Tesla, and Ario Speedway. Wunderleben, Glauten, Globen. Yeah, they did. They were actually now, really good. Now, let me ask you a question, though. Did you hear it from a friend who heard it from a friend? Or no? <laughs> <laughs> I was pissed, though, because it's just me and Mary. $15 each for a lawn seat. Perfect. I go in. We were drinking in the car and eating and stuff. We went oh, in. I got four beers, 60 bucks. Yeah. Four beers. It was $13 each, so it was $26 a round. And then I'd give the guy here his 30 bucks because I was standing right there. But what I did find out is a 24-ounce can and a handy vapor, you can rip the top all the way out. And it's a perfect urinal when you're standing in a crowd. What do you mean a handy vape? Yeah. Oh, this heavy 
battery thing. I just pushed the top of the can all in, and it was pitch black, too many people, it was mud and everything, and I didn't want to move, so I just... Unless you're like one of her other friends, and I'm not going to mention his name, who just whips it out and gets on his knees and pees down the little cement thing. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right in the middle of the crowd in front of everybody. And I, I couldn't do Nobody's that. Nobody's pointing at me. Like, I can bend down and pee. I can't even bend down and tie my shoe anymore. What if I bend down and pee? Yeah. But I just want to let you know, 48 ounces of urine. Wow. I filled it twice. That's <laughs> impressive. <laughs> I want to try pee in the travel bottle while I was driving, but I couldn't see it. I wanted, uh, I wanted to piss it on my windshield. <laughs> I, I I peed in a bottle once when from that bad uh, blizzard we had. I was stuck on Richmond Road for four hours with no heat in my car. We were just going an inch and inch and inch, and I had to pee so bad. Gatorade bottle, I I didn't care, and I, I and it was weird, but I filled it, and then it was like a hot water bottle. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's dead, but I'm surviving. He's dead on your lap like a fucking flea. Put it on my inside jacket pocket and keep me warm. Oh my god! But I mean, you know, you get old. You get older. You can't hold it in anymore. Dude, I'm gonna like, tell you a true story, and I swear to God, this is true. I was going over the outer bridge, and I just took a water pill. I don't really take them anymore, but the doctor gave me a water pill, and I could not hold it in. If I did not stop, there was nowhere to pee. I was 100% had to pee. So I put my hazard lights on. I drove in the middle, and I stopped the car, blocking all traffic behind me on the outer bridge. Popped the hood, got out, made like I was fixing something, stood facing the opposite way in traffic, just peeing in the middle of the brakes. <laughs> Pulled up my, zipped up my shit, put down the hood, got back in the car, gave a quick wave to everybody, and took off. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't know how we turned food into yours. <laughs> well, it's a great change, fucking, uh, grape juice into wine. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, we turned food into yours. It was, right? it was water. Okay. <laughs> I was too watery. <laughs> yeah, too much, too much water. water. You go now. Well, yeah. So <laughs> you know, we got a lot of good concerts coming up. I got. I'm going to see Guns N' Roses on Sunday. Mary bought tickets. I saw Guns N' Roses, Deep Purple, and Aerosmith. Me too. At and I was, Stadium. I was chipping out on Magic Mushrooms, and that was a long time ago. I don't do that stuff anymore. <laughs> I was chipping out on Magic Mushrooms, <laughs> and I hung off the thing and jumped down on the floor. And we got on the floor, and there was like five of us, and we ran in different directions. And I swear to God, I swear to my mother, I'm lost. I'm bugging out by myself. I'm young. I'm like, oh fuck it. I'm just going to the front of the stage, sweating, bugging. And I turned around, and we all found each other right in the front of the stage, and we're like, all six of us are back together. Yeah, front that's... row, right there, right on the stage. And do you know that they filmed the Paradise City video at that concert? Really? Yeah, part of it. It was One was in Germany or something. The other part was in... Uh... I was there. You would probably... It was, I yeah. could have had one of them. Throwing Deep Purple Smoke yeah, on the Water. Yeah. Some jerk set like one of the sections on fire with flaming toilet paper. Yes, yes, yep. yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Gonna, was that the, it was the was there a naked guy running around the floor where everybody just fucking went wild? Some that was guy you. Got, it was me. Some guy got naked. <laughs> I was running around and I was getting smacked all down. But some guy got naked and it fucking yeah. and crazy shit was happening. Either that or the mushrooms are really kicking in at that point in time. But phenomenal concert. I gotta say. And the drummer from Aerosmith did. He had a bodysuit that was like electric drums, and he played a solo on himself. Yes, Deep so, Purple. To me, was one of the better bands, if yep. not the best bands. Yep. Guns N' Roses was fantastic, but they were so fucked up at that time. I think they messed up a couple of songs in three here and there. Yeah, well, they were young. That was when yeah. they first... Yeah, uh, that was just a long time ago. Yeah. But overall, one of the best shows I've ever been to. Raven was actually Guns N' Roses' roadie at one point, right, Rave? 
briefly. I worked a couple of club gigs with him. Yeah. Did you do nice. one at the Ritz? Yeah, back in, back in the eighties when I was when I was working up in New York, I, I did a couple of the in-house shows that they filmed for MTV. Nice. Uh, yeah, we gotta get you on that show, Roby. Huh? That's a great show. One of my favorite shows, man. Have you seen I that show, Roby? Yet I want to see it so badly. All right. Well, listen. We got four minutes left. We're gonna say goodbye to everybody. Uh, Burn my see You Toodles. got a little tune. I got a little tune. If you want to play a little something, I got a little Kings of Leon. If you don't mind. Good night. Oh, I was gonna play a little Cherry Pie. Play a little Cherry Pie. I was thinking yeah. that too. That was my first pick. Why not? All right, we'll cool. Get a well, well, guys. I got we some death reference and somebody just saw some of that. Nah, I don't have any down <laughs> we had some, we would, that, would be, that would have been too easy, Ray. You know. We can play but, Sean uh, Cassidy. We can play Sean Cassidy. No, Sean Cassidy. Sean Cassidy. No. Sean Cassidy. Uh, I don't even know what I'm gonna say because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not dreaming <laughs> anymore. But uh, we will be back next week and working on a couple of guests. Uh, yeah, we want to thank Alan. Yeah, Alan's always Sterling for calling it. Alan, Tina, Teresa, Philomena, Annette, our new favorite uh, calling guest. Annette, call it anything. Annette, great talking to you. I don't know if you already are, but become friends with us on Facebook. Clemenza Caserta and Rob Burmeister. Yeah. Doing the fat with Big and Beefy. Yeah, I got my own page. That's right, next Sunday, next Sunday, tune in to Food Network Star, Sunday at 9 p.m. You just may see me again. Peace out, everybody, we love you. Keep chewing the fat. Woo! Swinging on the soundpop, swinging on the low, swinging where we want, cause there ain't nobody home.